How do I know if the acid in my question is a weak acid or a strong acid? That's the subject of this bonus episode of the Chemistry Made Simple podcast. I'm Matthew Macario from Chemistry Made Simple, and today we're going to talk about how to recognise that the question in your exam is about a weak acid. And why do you need to recognise it? Well, it's because the question is very unlikely to actually spell that out. You've probably got used to that at A-level by now, that the questions don't necessarily start with, this is a question about, and then spell out exactly what it is. Which means that you're left trying to work out exactly what piece of knowledge and concept that you need to apply. In this case, a question about an acid, and you're wondering, is this a strong acid or is this a weak acid? Okay, so let's talk about the various ways of recognising whether your acid is a strong or weak acid. The first one is there are not many strong acids and actually these are the common mineral acids that you're used to seeing that you've probably used since GCSE and before. These acids are nitric, sulfuric, hydrochloric, hydrobromic and hydroiodic. If you see it's one of those acids you know it's a strong acid. Most weak acids are organic in nature. Hydrofluoric acid, HF, is an example of an exception to that rule. So the second way of telling is that your acid is an organic acid. All organic acids will be weak acids. So if the formula for your acid has a COOH group or has an ending of oic acid like methanoic acid, ethanoic acid, benzoic acid, then that's a surefire that your acid is a weak acid. Now that's not a catch-all, there are plenty of organic acids that aren't named like that as well. But if you see that name, there's another indicator that you're dealing with a weak acid. Point three is about if there's any reference to incomplete dissociation or a reversible reaction. That means that your acid must be a weak acid because strong acids don't go through a reversible reaction and don't have incomplete dissociation. Weak acids do, so any reference to those and your acid is a weak acid. Fourth is any reference to Ka, the acid dissociation constant, or pKa in the question, in the data given with the question. They also indicate that the acid is a weak acid. Strong acids don't have dissociation constants because dissociation is complete. Only weak acids have a Ka value. And the fifth point is that if partway through the question there is reference to the acid being used in an acid or acidic buffer, then that again must mean that your acid is a weak acid. Strong acids aren't used in acidic buffers. You need the incomplete dissociation and the equilibrium that goes with that in order to make a buffer work. So any reference to being used in a buffer means that the acid that you're dealing with must be a weak acid. So let's briefly talk about those again. So firstly, there are only a few strong acids, and these are the common mineral acids that you will have dealt with since you started doing any chemistry. Secondly, weak acids tend to be organic acids. There are one or two exceptions. So a structure involving CWH group, or including the name oic acid, such as ethanoic acid, that's a surefire that you have a weak acid. We talked about reference to there being a Ka or pKa value in the question. Those only apply to weak acids too. 
and any reference to reversible or incomplete dissociation or an equilibrium in the dissociation, again, that's telling you you have a weak acid. And finally, if the question goes on to talk about your acid in the context of being used in an acid buffer, then again, that's a weak acid. Hopefully this short episode has been of use to you. Please listen to it in conjunction with episode 10, when we talked about the various calculations you'll be asked to do with regard to weak acids and the acid dissociation constant. As always, I'd love to hear any feedback. Thanks for those who've gotten in touch already. If you want to get in touch and ask questions or give me some feedback, then please do so on Instagram. I'm at Chemistry Made Simple, or you can email me. It's Matthew at chemistrymadesimple.net. If you want to join the podcast community group, there's a link in the show notes to join that. So I'll speak to you in the next episode and we'll be talking more about those acid buffers that we mentioned earlier. Until then, goodbye.